Up next, a message from Victory Life Church of Milton. I get the voice of the martyr. And if you guys are interested in this magazine, it's really awesome. And uh, every month they take a different country. This month is on Indonesia. This lady, they had three bombings. Now, Indonesia consists of a lot of islands. It's sort of like the Bahamas, but much, I mean, it's a big territory. They are like a huge amount, I want to say 85% Muslims, but they allow Christians to worship. They have to be very careful, but they are. And one day, the Catholic Church in this Pacific place, the Catholic Church, a Christian, uh, Christian denominational church, and a Pentecostal church was bombed. This lady was burnt. You can see quite a bit over her body. And uh, she's still serving the Lord. Isn't that awesome? I know she's violent. And one of, the, one of the stories is about a mother. The father was sick and didn't attend church that day. The mother and two of the children went to church, and, and the boys were killed. The mother survived, but the boys were killed. So, you know, um, this isn't to be a depressing Oh, God, you should have been at church today. All they talked about was how horrible the world, the Christians suffer. What it is to stir us up afresh, to help us to realize that we need to pray. And like the songs we sang this morning, they were about, you know, I'm desperate for Jesus. Are we desperate for Jesus? You know, am I desperate for Jesus? I pray so. I feel like God has done a deeper work in me, and I've been a Christian a long time. I was, you know, raised in church. I love church. I went to, you know, I... But I feel like God has been doing a deeper work in my heart. And I feel like God, God is calling us uh, to separate ourselves even more into him. Because we need it. We need it because they, we need to pray. We, and I know that, that so many people, I know several of you, you know, the things that you're going through personally. And I know they're hard. They're hard. And, and, and it's not easy to go through what you're going through. And, and okay, I'm going to, you know, because we do suffer. We do have terrible things happen to us in this world. And it's not that we're separated and they're the only ones that are suffering. We're, we suffer too. Bad things happen. And we're in this world. And uh, so we have to remember that. But God, God has deeper things for us. Amen. Amen. And he takes our suffering. I think this is what is so neat about God is he takes our suffering and he makes it into good. I was thinking about identification and it's such a good thing. We can't identify by what this young man goes through. You know, we're not there. We don't go to that. We're not afraid that when we walk out this door, there's going to be secret police that's going to pick us up and carry us off to jail forever and torture us. But, but there are things that we go through daily that we do suffer, and we do have to, and, but God makes us stronger. And this is what I was wanting to talk to you about. Three things, and if you go to the back, uh, I don't see where they're at. Richard, <laughs> I'm teasing you. <laughs> okay, this this is uh, I'll just get out my notes. That's what I'll do. Guys, take me a second. Okay, this is the three things. We are overcomers. Amen. We are overcomers. God is working in our life to make us overcomers. We are overcomers. We are overcomers. We are to be faithful to the end. Amen. And and when we, and when we are faithful to the end, guess what happened? We get a, there awaits a crown in eternal life for those that do. We have eternal life waiting for us, Brother David. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. Amen. 
whatever we have to go through these short years on this earth isn't anything compared to what God has planned for us. But he has called us to be overcomers. Amen. We must overcome. And in the book of Revelations, they talk that there's seven churches. And every one of those seven churches is called to do what? To overcome. Amen. God wants us to overcome. And that means every day we get up and we're going to conquer that day. We're going to be overcomers. Amen, Terry. We are overcomers in Jesus' name. Amen. There is a separation going on today, a separation. We're going to get closer to God. We're going to get deeper with God. And the, the, the last song, I think it maybe was the last song we sang. It says, I'm desperate for you. I'm lost without you. I'm desperate for you, Jesus. That has to be our heart's cry. There has to be that desperation. And all that we go through, that's going to carry us. Amen. That's going to carry us. So is anything impossible with God? No. No. Amen. The Holy Spirit is here. He will guide us. He will carry us through whatever God has that we have to go through. Amen. I know, and I, and I pray that they share with us, uh, Chelsea's family, about what they went through this summer, which we cannot, we can only think of, of partly because we never went to it, that kind of devastation. And I would really love for them to share some of their experiences and what they have, you know, what it, you know, as God puts it on your heart, if you would like to do that. I'm asking, doing, because I feel like there are things that, we need to have stirred up in us. You know, we're not, this could happen to us. How would we handle it? I remember one time years ago, and then the, the fires out in California that are so devastating, and the, the mudslides and everything that people go through, tornadoes are just endless. There was this, uh, it was a mudslides in these huge houses, you know, million dollar homes, just sliding into the ocean. And this, reporters there talking to this guy as his house goes sliding into the ocean you know asking him how do you feel about it you know like how do you think i feel about it <laughs> you know, made my day you know but the lord spoke to my heart and it said and he just said you know that's how easy it can go that's how easy it can go so whatever we have whatever god has blessed us with we can enjoy that but we're not supposed to hang on to it because it can go and then where are we you know we still have jesus amen we still have jesus so whatever God has blessed us with, prospered us with, wants us to enjoy, enjoy it. But realize that it's just, we are passing through. We are pilgrims. And we, this is not our home. This is not our home. And, amen. So is anything impossible with God? No. He can bring us through it all. Amen. So let's go with some scriptures. And the scriptures are right here on the back of your bulletin. Isn't it nice? <laughs> we have our scriptures on I was going to I was going to look all of them up and I did look them up. The deal with this is it is so hard to narrow it down because there's so many good scriptures, you know. The first scripture I want to share and it is this and this is, goes along with uh, the uh, praying for it says and if any one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. Or if one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now you are the body of Christ and members individually, but we are all members of that body of Christ. And when our brothers and sisters suffer, wherever it is over across the world, we suffer too. That's part of it because we are part of them and they are part of us. And, and that's why God has called us. Uh, that's one of the reasons why we celebrate this National Day of Prayer for the persecuted church. Because we need the practice and they need the prayer. Amen? Amen. So let's do that. Okay, let's go ahead. This is so neat because... There's so much scripture on this, but, you know, you can't give them all, obviously. We'd be here for a long time. 
I'm willing to do it, but probably everybody else would say um, goodbye. So let's go to the next slide. Amen. Amen. Remember, we are overcomers. We are overcomers. Who's an overcomer today, Portia? We are. Amen. Amen. Okay, let's read 1 John 5, 4, and 5. It says, whatever, whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who, who is he who overcomes the world but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Isn't it awesome that we have Jesus? Amen. Wouldn't it be terrible? How would you like to overcome this world without Jesus? I do not want to do that. Amen. It would be so horrible. I don't know. It would just be overwhelming. The next one is Revelation 12, 11. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of the testimony. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to the death. And this is what it has to come down to, folks. Just like we heard the testimony this morning. And, and of the Chinese pastor that they, that they killed and martyred. It has to come down to this. They did not love their lives to the death. How much do we love our life? That's passing by anyway. Amen. It's one thing, it, it, you know, I mean, I'm, I will have a birthday pretty soon, and, and uh, I'm getting older. You too, that's right. All right. And, and of others that we love. <laughs> Amen. But our life is passing by, some quicker than others, you know. And uh, so, um, anyway, we have to be ready. We have to be ready. We have to be the overcomers. So if God calls us, whatever he calls us to do, we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. Amen? Amen. Amen. I love this. To, you know, Revelations, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. And they overcame him, how? By the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives. And this scripture is so awesome. I love reading this, and, and you guys just hang on to this, because as, as Jesus comes closer, and he's going to come back, and get, he's going to come back, it's gonna, it's, this is going to take place. It is taking place in different parts of the world. We need to be ready, amen. So what are we? We are overcomers. We've overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. What is our testimony? Uh, Jesus, amen, amen. We'll go with that. We'll go with Jesus. That sort of covers it all, doesn't it? Amen. You can't beat it. But anyway, amen. Guys, uh, I'm going to inject something in here really quick. And that is, please pray for, and I know that you do pray for the body here, but pray. We've got a long list of prayer uh, requests here. Our sister Faye, her father's very, very ill. She's been just, uh, just you know, 24 hours a day taking care of him. Donna Carr needs your prayers. She's been very sick. There's so many needs in the body, but God is a big God. Amen. He's, he's a big God, and he can meet every need. So take this. Take it out when you do your Bible study, and just, just lay your hands on it and pray. And thank you, Lord, that our people are blessed. Thank you, Lord, that they are healed. Thank you, Lord, that they've been delivered. Thank you, Lord. Whatever the need is, it is there in Jesus' name. And, Lord, we are overcomers. We are overcomers in Jesus' name. Revelations 21, 5 and 6. Everybody got a bulletin so they can look at it right here? Okay. And he that sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Right, for these words are true and faithful. He said, It is done. I am the Alpha and the beginning, the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. So if we have that thirst for Jesus, if we have that hunger for Jesus, guess what? He's going to fill us. He's going he's gonna to do that. Amen. He says, and besides, he says, I make all things new. Isn't that awesome? 
He's going to make all things new. He says, I make all things new. If you read it, it, this is the 21st chapter. There's only one chapter left in the book of Revelations. But if you go to chapter 1, he says this. He starts with this and he ends with it. Isn't it neat? Amen. So let's go to Revelations 2, 8 through 11. It says, and to the angel of the church in Smyrna write. And guys, go through this. It's sort of like reading Revelations or this is, I am not an expert on Revelations. But have you ever read the book of Job and the first two or three chapters are great and the last two or three chapters, but the 40 chapters in between where they have this thing back and forth, you think, oh, God, (laughs) you know, and and sometimes I really believe in the old days they taught the disciplines of the church and, and you did things not because it tickled you, you did it because it was a discipline. And so I read things like I go through the book of Job or something. I feel like this is a discipline, Claudia. You will get this and you will enjoy it. This is the word of God. You're going to really love this, Claudia. And, and here they are. Everybody knows the story. There's Job and his three friends. And Job's sitting there on a pile of ashes, you know, and, and his friends. And there's this dialogue between them. And you think, but there's some good stuff in there. God says some really good stuff. And he, but so it's worth reading, but it can get a little tedious, like going through the law. Sometimes you think, you know, you're going, you're reading the books on the law, and you think, does it ever end? There's 5,000 laws. And then it goes on, if you break a law, you're really in bad trouble, right? That's because Jesus came, so he fulfilled the law. Thank you, Jesus. Not that we are to break the law, but we don't have to go through all of that tradition, all of those laws. And there is even a law, as you read it, there's a law that you make an offering to the Lord in case you forgot you sinned. So there's a sin offering. If you forgot your sin, that covers that sin. And you think, oh my, thank you, Jesus, for the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for Jesus. Because you can imagine the Jewish people trying to keep up with 5,000 laws. It was just impossible. There was just no way to do it. And then Jesus came along and he said, I fulfill the law. Follow me, accept me, it's all good. And so he just—he said, I came to fulfill the law, not to do away with the law. Amen. So the law is still there. It's still supposed to be in our heart. But Jesus makes it so much easier, doesn't he? You don't have to get bald and legalistic stuff. But it says every church has seven, of all these seven churches within that church. So you go and you read all of these seven churches and you find out the weaknesses of them and you find out you find out the positive things about them and you find out, could that be me? Could I be the lukewarm church? Could I be that church? If I am, I need to repent. Amen? Because I'm not going, but this church is a smarter church and it does, it says, it says, these things I say, the first and the last who was dead and came to life. I know your works. Doesn't that sound like victory? I know your works, your tribulation, your poverty, but you are rich. I know the blasphemy of those who say they are Jews and are not, but are of the synagogue of Satan. Do not fear any of those things which are about to, that you are about to suffer. Indeed, it's the persecuted church, amen. Do not fear any of those things which you are about to suffer. Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison, that you may be tested and you will be in tribulations ten days. Now, that ten days doesn't mean... They literally were in prison for 10 days. It's a period of time that they are to be tested. It says, be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. Who who has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. He who overcomes shall not be hurt by the second death. Isn't that awesome? We're not going to be hurt by the second death. So it says, says, be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. 
So how long are we supposed to be faithful? Until death. Amen. Amen. Are you willing to, to, to go that way with Jesus today? All the way. All the way. We sing this song, and it's just a little song. It says, one way, Jesus. But there is only one way. The world can say there's many ways to Jesus, but really there's only one way. Jesus said it. I didn't say it. Jesus said it. And when Jesus says something, we can take it to the bank. Amen? Amen. Amen. We can trust in him. Amen. Amen. So I, wanted, I, wrote down, uh, I wrote down the seven letters to the seven churches. Rather than us go through all seven letters to the seven churches today, I thought I would give you guys a break. So here, listen to this. This is what we get if we are, if we are overcomers, if we are faithful to the end. The first one, to him, to him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life. To him who overcomes, I will give to him to eat from the tree of life. The second one, he who overcomes shall not be hurt by the second death. The second death is eternal separation from God. The third one, to him who overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manna to eat, the bread from heaven, and be given a new name. Isn't that awesome? We're going to be given heavenly food and a new name. Amen. The fourth one, he overcomes I, and keeps my works until the end. To him I will give power over the nations. He will rule them with a rod of iron. We will have authority. Isn't that awesome? We're going to rule this world with Jesus. Amen. If we are overcomers, amen. If, uh, if you are overcomers, you will be clothed with, with a white garment. Jesus will not, will not blot out your name from the book of life. Isn't that awesome? We are secure in Jesus. Amen. Amen. The sixth one, I will make him a pillar in the temple of God, and he shall go out no more. Isn't that awesome to know that there is a place in God where we won't go out anymore. We will be secure in him. And that's for us today. That's for us today. So you guys do your homework. Get out your book of Revelations and read about all of these wonderful overcoming churches. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. Amen. We're going to share that authority. So aren't those awesome promises that god has promised us that we are this is for us this is for us if we are overcomers what what do the non-overcomers get not a good thing <laughs> we're not going to go there because we're not going there are we because we are overcomers so i want you guys to see if you say so what are you today you're overcomers amen we're overcomers we have been said god has chosen us to be that light shining in the darkness. And the world is only going to get darker, but we are only going to get brighter. Amen. Amen. So let's review this real quick. If I can get go back to my notes. Remember our brothers and sisters that are suffering today. That's why we're here today to pray for the persecuted church. And tomorrow we're going to pray for the persecuted church. And the next day we're going to pray. Right? Amen. We're going to do this. We're going to be faithful. We're going to be faithful. And God wants us to separate ourselves unto him more and more and more. Let the world do its thing. Our thing is much higher. You know, at the end of this thing, Jesus is coming back. And, he, and Jesus does this th thing in Matthew where he says that, that there is going to be a day that's going to come where he is going to separate the sheep from the goats. And we want to be sheep. Amen. Amen. Because guess what happens to the goats? They do not fare well. They end up in eternal damnation. 
so God has prepared a place for us, and it's a perfect place. Amen. So the first thing we have to learn is that we are to be overcomers. And we are overcomers. We wouldn't be here today if we weren't overcomers. Amen? Amen. We are here today because we are overcomers, and we're going to continue to do so. We're going to make our Father proud, aren't we? He's going to say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Can you just imagine him saying that? Can you imagine hearing that? It's going to make you so proud. I did it all for you, Jesus. And here I am, you're saying, well done. Uh, years and years ago, you know, at the end of it, it was on Channel 3. It was the nightly news. But on Friday, they would have uh, a special person, a celebrity, and they would do this little quick little interview with him. Well, I just happened to be set, you know, watching it one day, and they had Billy Graham. And the guy was really, you know, he said, it, it, and I knew what, what he was going to say it before he said it, but he said, what do you, this commentary, asked Billy Graham, he said, what are you going to say when you meet Jesus? And Billy Graham said, I want him to say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And I said, I, that's what, what, isn't that what we all want? Well done, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Lord, let it be so. So we're to be overcomers. We're to be faithful to the end. And if we are faithful to the end, there awaits a crown and an eternal life for us. Isn't that going to be awesome? And those that have went ahead of us, they're there. Uh, you know, we don't know what the years ahead is going to plan for us. Uh, we don't know what persecution might come upon this nation. We know that we need to pray desperately for this nation. We have fallen from God. There, uh, And James it says that God, God doesn't do anything bad. But we do, we, uh, we, because of the things that we do, God's punishment comes upon us. In a nation that sins, God punishes that nation. And we have sinned as a nation. We have sinned. And unless we repent, we have that. And, and we don't want to suffer because of, that, because of that, you know. We want to pray and ask God's forgiveness. It's like, it's, it's like uh, abortion. It's like we as a nation, we individually, I'm sure that everyone in here, if we asked you personally, you would say, no, we're against abortion. That's a terrible thing. It is a terrible thing. We are against abortion. But as a nation, as a nation, it was approved in this country that we could have abortion. It would be legal. So that whole nation must repent. So when a whole nation sins, a whole nation must repent. This is why prayer is so important. We need to pray for our nation. I love this country, even though I, I realize that we have some problems. Obviously, we have some problems. But, but God has honored us. He's blessed us. And we need to pray. And, and that is my answer for all of our problems today is just pray. And I feel like God is doing that. So anyway, but we need to pray. Amen. Okay. We are to be overcomers. We are to be faithful to the end. And if we do these things, there awaits a crown in eternal life for us. Isn't that awesome? Are you waiting for your crown? You want that crown? Amen. I do too. Thanks for listening to this message from Victory Life Church. Go to victorylifechurchofmilton.com for more. And may God bless you.